0: Welcome to Spread Talk with Pam and John, also known as The Calm,
1: Before the Storm.
0: Our purpose is to elevate the conversation and amplify special education resources.
1: And our why is about making the impossible possible. Pam, so here we are around the table with our
0: Talk crew. Yes, we are, John. And most people don't realize behind Talk, there are other people, not just you and me. Although you think it's only you, but (laughs) there
1: are other people with us. Well, Pam, come on now. No, it's a team. It takes a team. You know, I know we, we talked about that. Uh, recently, with receiving the Barbara Jordan Media Award for the second year in a row, you know, that is something that would not have happened if it was not for this team that is sitting around the table. And so we just wanted to come together today and just have a conversation and really um, highlight the contributions, really, of, of the entire team through this conversation. Exactly. So, to do this, we're going
0: to let each one
1: of our team members introduce themselves, tell the
0: listeners a little bit about themselves, and then we'll just jump into our conversation about spread talk.
1: Works for me. All
2: right. Well, I'm Patty Garcia, and I am in Region 14, special education liaison there. I joined the special education liaison group going on two years coming in August. And prior to that, well, my background is in school psychology. I'm an LSSP and I did that for about 20 years. I worked in different areas around the Abilene area. I did some contract work there, did some evaluations, as well as um, some behavior consultation. So that is my background. I also helped with bilingual evaluations, also have that. Um, under my belt, but I love this group. I love Sped Talk. I love what it's doing and promoting just, just a great energy um, for special education um, students. So that, I came into this group, I think, probably closer to November of 2021. So I'm probably the newest face around this table. So that's a little bit about me.
3: Oh, Patty, we're so glad to have you here. Um, I am probably the second newest here, um, but don't feel like that anymore because this group is so great and welcoming and allow us to grow so well. But my name is Monica Quesada. I'm from Region 19 out in El Paso, Texas. I'm the only Mountain Standard time here, so my poor group has (laughs) to adjust for me all the time, but they are great about that. Um, And I have been a special education liaison going on two years as well. And been at the service center a total of almost three and it has been just a whirlwind sped talk has been amazing it's definitely gaining traction out in el paso pass the word around and make sure that we're getting out these amazing messages of positivity and just great things that are happening for our students in special education and we have to make sure that we're letting the public know all of the great work that everyone's doing on all levels of education in texas and so this really brings a message to that and I'm excited because I've never been part of a podcast, never thought I would. And so this is really an experience for me. It's helped me uh, to
4: grow professionally as well. Absolutely. And I am Jennifer DeLeon from Region 17 in Lubbock. But I've been a part of SPED Talk since I started back in in August of 2020. It's been two years. Yeah, it's been a while. And so I feel like... I do a lot of the scheduling. I, I do a lot of the, you know, the note taking. And as Pam put it one time, I do the wrangling, making sure that we all try to to stay on task and and try to get things, you know, flowing. So, but Sped Talk has been wonderful. You know, being a part of Sped Talk and being a part of what we do and sharing the message and 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 just getting everything out there and looking for those stories that we can highlight and showcase and it's just been it's been an incredible experience and, and I couldn't have asked for a better group to be a part of because I've had so much fun getting to know all of you getting to know the people that we've actually interviewed getting to know, you know, what what is out there. What what are things are going on that are showcasing students with differing abilities as John puts it and it's just been it's been amazing and I I definitely am grateful for this opportunity.
5: North Texas area by Dallas. And I'm an OG, liaison since day one, September 17. Started in this liaison deal with Pam and John and some others from around the state. Puts it together to make sure that it sounds uh, appropriate, make sure it makes sense, flows, turns into an episode and not just a bunch of us chit-chatting or cutting out any Zoom-related COVID time uh, snafus, anything that went wrong in Zoom world with with recording, et cetera, et cetera, that's me. Um, and, I, and I'm happy to be a part of this. I spent, you know, over over 15 years, I guess. My background is campus administration and came to the, the role at the service center and really had an opportunity to dive into special ed, which is not something I had a lot of experience working with previously. And it's been great and just happy to be a part of making sure that, you know, Pam and John sound good and that we, uh, we put out those those episodes so that we can elevate the conversation about students' disabilities in the state of Texas, that we can to you know improve outcomes we can highlight the positive things that are going on around
1: state well well put yeah this is an exceptional team of educators and it's a diverse team of educators you know that's what makes I think this collaborative group and really the liaison project a unique experience I know Pam and I and Evan when we first came into this thing we kind of looked around with stars in our eyes going okay what is this right And in year five I think we better understand the impact of the liaison project across the state right we are those people that stand in that space between TEA and the ESC and the LEAs to provide supports, really boots on the ground supports we're not necessarily always the ones providing the professional development or doing the work but a lot of times we're the ones connecting those people at the local level to those contacts Mm -hmm. at the ESCs and to those contacts at TEA and helping them Decipher kind of all of this information that's coming at them, and so Sped Talk really is just another platform to help really disseminate that information and elevate, like Evan said, those conversations that are that are about people and organizations making it happen for kids with disabilities in the state. Mm-hmm. So we're blessed. What what a great team!
3: It is
2: a great team. I did want to mention that on, um, we've got the podcast, but that we also have Sped Talk. Do you can uh, find us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and, and YouTube—that's so the YouTube newest now. one. Monica and I are going to continue to work on on the YouTube as well. So those different platforms, yeah. you can locate Sped Talk through there, and you can download it through your Apple or Android, yeah. um, and it's through Anchor. Yep. Yeah. So Spotify. Spotify. Or Spotify. Uh-huh. Yes. That's and, and
1: Google platform, what? Google Podcasts, and yeah, we're across all kinds of different. Mm-hmm. Uh, platforms and and you can find us all, all across the internet these days
4: you know john i want to say that when i first started with sped talk that was one of the reasons that we looked into so many different platforms because at that time we were still virtual yeah and so when i met you all first we were on zoom and so we were a bunch of little boxes yeah on you know, on our computer screen and so it was it was several months, actually, maybe even almost a year before any of us really met in person. Yeah. And so that was one of the reasons that we had looked at, explored so many different platforms on how to share SpedTalk, which I think was really good because it's helped us grow. Yeah. But I also want to point out that this is the first time that since I've been a part of SpedTalk that we are all in the same room right now. Recording this episode. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's we'll powerful. let celebrate that.
4: That is <laughs> right? that's powerful. Yeah. yeah, and so I, I'm looking around and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this is yeah. the first episode that we've recorded, <clears throat> excuse me, in person. Yeah. Because when we first started two years ago, or when I first started two years ago, we were virtual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We. So that's big.
5: Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> through sort of what Sped Talk allows us to do and how it kind of allows us to do it. I'm looking at Pam and I'm looking at John. I'm thinking back to pre-COVID, you know, there were episodes that were recorded and it was sort of the beginning, you know, from 18, 19, of fed talk and record some episodes and getting them out there and figuring out. And it's really cool, I think, now to look at this and think about the progression of this podcast. For example, talking about a couple of new things that are coming up, right? Like our role as liaisons are a to be a part of this collaborative group which puts out this podcast but also to connect people to resources and help make sure that everybody knows what tea wants of them there's some new things coming up there too right yeah we, we're going to unravel unleash we're going to present in the not too distant future an episode about you know some new leadership at tea with with justin and, and jennifer mm-hmm. not to sort of you know give a sneak peek there but yeah you know, we're, we're going to be doing a couple of new different things as liaisons, right? With uh, the LEADS initiative that we're getting trained on and how we help with intensive supports and, you know, some of that type of stuff. So it's the podcast has allowed us not just to talk to people around the state about what's cool and what's good, but also about, well, let us share with you some of the things that we know as liaisons that could help you in what's kind of coming down the yeah you know? Absolutely.
0: I think also we have ventured out beyond education because we... We have interviewed businesses that focus mm-hmm. on adults with disability right. and ensuring employment. And yeah. we're looking at some future episodes with you know people who, who have disability, but who have not let that disability hamper their success. And so as a podcast, although our initial was really to highlight special education in Texas, yeah. we have decided to go beyond Texas and to reach you know, whomever we can get him on this podcast and and it happens to be a person who has a disability but it's important to see that there are people being very successful who have created their the life that they're wanted in spite of that disability. Yeah. And so we'll be highlighting people from other states. And we basically have just said, this is borderless, this is stateless. Yeah. We, we will go, and whoever wants to talk to us on, on SPED Talk, yeah. uh, welcome to come on. Yeah, I Absolutely. think it's great
3: how really SPED Talk has looked so beyond uh, one of our last meetings. We talked about audiences. You know, how can we reach different audiences? And I did reach out to our university. And they were very open to saying, you know what, I know our students who are going into the education field in all levels, not only in special education, would be very interested in some topics and looking at being on your podcast because really we want to educate people at all levels to understand, um, you know, that we all function together, you know, and there's greatness regardless of any kind of diverse abilities that we might have. So That's really exciting for me as far as Talk is that, like you said, it's boundless, you know, and we can reach any and all audiences. And I think this particular team does a really great job of always thinking about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the power of this collective group in the room that we have, but also the larger group of liaisons, the larger group of connections we have to the ESCs. And these stories continue to bubble up. Right. We continue to hear about this exceptional program at a school district where kids are thriving and they're breaking barriers and outcomes are being improved or an organization that happens to serve a great cup of coffee but also (laughs) employs individuals with cognitive disabilities Right. right and that that is part of their mission and their vision and and so like Pam said it's not you know I think we started this as Hey, we want to be a podcast about education, specifically special education and how some people are really getting it right and, and, and kind of reimagining what special education can be in the state of Texas. But it really has evolved into more of a celebration of the people, the organizations and really the possibilities that are that are becoming reality mm-hmm. for individuals across our state that have disabilities. And you're right, Jen, I don't even like the word disability. You know, I was mm-hmm. talking to someone recently and and I got some flack for that because they said, no, you know, the term disability enables people to get the services they need. And so and I said, I, I get it. I agree. I do not question that at all. I still come back to the fact that I won't diss your ability if you don't diss mine. And so we all have differing abilities. We all have the propensity to learn and to grow and to evolve and contribute to Every environment that we come into. And so Sped Talk celebrates that.
4: Yeah, does a great job of that. Yeah. Well, then I think that showcases exactly what your vision is for the podcast is that what you just said is that we're all different. We all do things differently. Yeah. Even those people, people who have disabilities, they do things, they can do things that we do, but they do them differently. Yeah. Those people that don't have disabilities, they do things they you know, they, they may be the same thing, but they do it differently. So, you know, with you saying those people with different differing abilities or we with differing abilities, yeah. that highlights everyone because we are all different. Yes. And I think Sped Talk does a really good job of bringing us all together to show how things are getting done. People are accomplishing amazing things. They're just doing it differently.
0: Yeah. And that reminds me of, I don't remember the name of the movie, but it's, it's the movie about Kurt Warner. There's a scene in the movie when he goes to lady's house that he's interested in, and her son is, is blind, but he doesn't notice that. The kid wants a battery to go into his radio, and he, he gets the battery for him, puts it in, and, and the little boy's laying on the floor. He's laying on the floor with him and as he's leaving the lady's interested in now who becomes his wife said you realize he can't see he's like i didn't notice wow and yeah. her heart
3: melted Did, and she said yup. <laughs> yep and, and that's and that's far that's where you want to get to yeah. yes you know, you know it's yeah. so funny how you say that but that love story mm. that happens in a classroom you yes. know it happens okay. in a classroom when you bring your child to a class and a teacher just sees the ability that's just right. sees the beauty yeah. in the that's child right. and as a parent you're going that's the but That's my, my yeah. child's teacher, you know? Yeah. Um, it, and it just hit me like that because I had, I worked with teachers who were that way, who just did that for parents. And parents knew that they weren't trusting their child to be able to grow and become everything they were intended to become. And, yeah. So we've had some episodes that have really shown that to become, you know, to happen for for some of our young adults. Yeah.
2: And it's, and it's bringing down that wall, that stigma of what special education has become to some individuals, right? Because, because it is, it's diverse abilities and it is. And and if we start focusing on having a higher expectation and focusing on what can this child bring to the table, Mm -hmm. what can this child do, um, then it changes everything versus what are the limitations?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. sometimes the limitations are the most, that's the easiest thing to identify with. Mm -hmm. The challenge is always to look past those limitations and be curious and ask, how might or Mm -hmm. what is possible or, you know, and looking at it almost from that diagnostic perspective of, hmm, I wonder what it would take for this child to get from here to, here." you know, and I think, I think that's what educators do, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think that it is an inherent trait in most educators is they're curious. They are stubborn. They Mm -hmm. won't give up. And I think that's what our kids need, right? I mean, I think, you know, for years, I think that not just Texas, but I think that the educational systems have been such that, you know, special education didn't have the resources they needed. You know, schools didn't have the resources they needed. And special ed programs weren't designed in a way with an understanding that outcomes and achievement, that's really where our focus is, Mm -hmm. not compliance. You know, And I think mm-hmm. that a lot of the, the, the change that's occurring in the state of Texas from the state agency all the way through the ESCs to the LEAs is really helping us kind of reprocess what we think special education should look like mm-hmm. and what we think achievement and outcomes mm-hmm. could, should look like for students with disabilities in our schools. It's exciting work. It was exciting five years ago when the liaison project first started. It felt like this was something different. It felt like this was something novel in a way it felt like we were doing important work you know to help support education forward in the state and it still feels that way. And John you've been mentioned ESCs
0: so for people who don't know yeah. Texas has 20 education service centers yeah.
1: across the state and we refer to them as ESCs so people know. Yeah. Okay. Thank you Pam. Yeah. Yeah, those educational service centers regional supports to our school districts you know texas is a huge state diverse i mean just in this room you think about how much geography is covered to get from each of our (laughs) homes across this great state of texas Mm And so, with that comes diversity, and with that comes a need, really, for us to connect the state through resources and support. And so that's what that's what Sped Talk does.
4: I think Sped Talk has also opened some eyes. I know for some, you know, some some even my own family members, um, when I mentioned the the podcast, you know, of course they are, they're teasing me and they're giving me a hard time. And it's like, no, 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 I just I work behind the scenes. I, I do the backside of it, you know. But Pam and John have been incredible to work with. But then once they start listening to the stories that we've released yeah. so far, it's like, oh, really? I didn't even know that was, you know, Alcove. We did, we did a, a session on Alcove yeah. or an episode on Alcove, which is just outside of Lubbock, small community. Yeah. Um, you know, a story where a superintendent had opened a facility for her son, the intent of, of her son to have a place if something were to happen to her. Yeah. A lot of people didn't even know that existed. Yeah. But through SpedTalk, we were able to bring some publicity and lots of things have happened. And so just, you know, having people access the stories to bring either a program or a facility or, you know, a business that showcases to give them that exposure that can have the potential of going worldwide is just that's what SpedTalk started at, but has grown into also, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm honored to be a part of it. And I'm honored that that we're here um, sitting at this table and thinking about brainstorming not only what we're going to be doing for the next year, but kind of a vision of what it's going to look like just in the
1: future. Yeah. So what is new in 22, right? What, what are some of those stories? Can anybody think of some of the ones that we have coming up that we just want to maybe kind of drop while well, we're talking? you know,
4: we've done a prior episode on the Penguin Project out of Corsicana and we, you know, they've, they've got some great things going on. And so we'll revisit Corsicana, I think, a, a couple of times now that, that this program has taken off. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and Testola is a possible episode that's upcoming. Yes.
5: Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I, You know, I think we're talking about, what's interesting is we just, I hear this and I think like growth. Yeah. And so the podcast is growing. We talked about a bunch of different platforms. We talked about YouTube. People may not know, liaison group has grown yeah when this okay. grant started there was one in every region with the exception of four and 10 and 20 and 11 that had two or three now everybody has two liaisons and yeah. some have three yeah. and four so that group of people is growing so that those that we can affect has a higher impact because there's more of us to do that good work so i think that's that's new people may, may not know right i teased talking about some of the leadership with dr porter and dr alexander I think we might talk about something we visited two, three years ago with some of the 10-minute till videos that, that have been yeah. made. We're going to talk about a couple of new videos that are coming now. Um, so lots, lots of new stuff going on that we can discuss and that people can tune into and uh, click and listen in the future. Well, one of the
4: things that I want to throw out there is the idea that we've been talking about is that, yes, this is an audio podcast. That's what it's been for the last five years. Yeah. But we're looking at the option of maybe turning it into a video podcast, and so that's that's a new avenue that we're going to be exploring this coming year to see how we can make that work and, and if it will work for us and, yeah. and what would what we're, you know what, what do we need to do to make or to transition the program into that to see if it would work for us.
1: Yeah, we're evolving.
4: We are. Yeah.
0: And, and one thing we've been discussing is actually having a Spanish episode. Yeah. Spanish-speaking yeah. episode. See?
3: <laughs> that was really good. John sure. led by John. Wasn't that on okay?
0: <laughs> Not led by, by Juan. <laughs> and so, you know, we realize we have the potential of reaching more of an audience yeah. if we could put some things in Spanish for our Spanish speakers. As I sit and look at the table with our Spanish-speaking members who have been a little bit reluctant to jump on the mic, Yeah, uh, we're
1: going to get there. We're going to get there. We're, we're
0: going to get there. Yeah. So. We will.
1: I think that's important because we have a, a huge stakeholder group in the state of Texas who are Spanish-speaking citizens, yes. right? right? And they, they send our, their students to our schools and, and are receiving services in their native language a lot of times. And, and, and so there are a ton of resources out there that have been developed for our Spanish-speaking families. Mm-hmm. And so what better way to honor that is to highlight some of those resources on a, upcoming episodes of Sped Talk, and to be able to present you know, that content in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So that's super exciting. I think Pam and I will be a little quieter maybe on those episodes.
4: <laughs> we'll give
3: you all a cheat sheet. We'll just say, okay. just say these words, cute. Um,
1: that, I love it. I
0: love it. Well, like, the truth of it is, I will be quiet John. Johnny you knows. Come on. Come on. He's going to try to see He's going to be brushing up <laughs> on
1: my Espanol. Yeah, exactly.
0: See, <laughs> I told you,
4: he will try. Yeah. And he will throw in the occasional seat. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, guys,
1: this has been fabulous. This has been awesome coming together this morning and us being able to be face to face and share and learn with each other. Man.
0: John, tell everyone how they can continue to elevate the conversation about special education in Texas.
1: You got it, Pam. They can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SpedTalk2020. Because in these disconnected times, connecting with others has never been so important. Now more than ever, it takes courage to create culture and kindness to keep us connected. If you enjoyed this episode of SpedTalk, be sure to share it with a friend. Because information should always flow through us, not to us. We couldn't do this without you, our listeners, and we need your help sharing the amazing transformation occurring in special education. Together, we can change the trajectory of learning opportunities in Texas for students with disabilities. If you have ideas, information, or resources that you think we should share on an upcoming episode of SPED Talk, let us know at SPED Talk 2020 on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And be sure to like our page while you're there. Oh yeah, and if you get a chance... Please consider giving us a positive review on the podcast platform that you listen to Sped Talk.